Hello everybody and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome to the One Man Low Council and to episode 215 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast because yes indeed, this does get uploaded as a podcast at the end of every single night. I hope everyone is doing well. Crazy things happening with PCs. And yes, I mean uh, PCs, like personal computers, because just the other day, my volume on my microphone just kept clipping, and I had to drop it down tremendously, and then all of a sudden today, those same issues were gone, and I had to then readjust the settings, and so I hope that the volume is coming through okay. I hope I am not clipping all that much. I was able to push the volume all the way back to where it was before, and I have no idea if it is working or not, but thank you all for being here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Thank you, Rocket and Jet, for saying I sound good. Glad to hear it, good sir. We are talking about how apparently there is going to be a prequel to the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie, and it will be called Wonka. It is set to be released in 2023. I know I don't really want it personally, but then again, Hollywood is out of ideas, and so we really shouldn't be all that surprised that that is the direction they're going in. However, it actually does seem to have some potential. Yeah, no, seriously, an origin story of Willy Wonka, which we already kind of got in the really bad but still quirky fun version with Johnny Depp. Not gonna lie, I actually kind of like bits of that movie just because it is so off the wall. Plus... You got a guy named Deep Roy. That's right, that is his name, Deep Roy. He's the actor that played all of the Oompa Loompas in that version, who is just a badass. So I will say this much. If they can somehow make this film and somehow connect it and have Deep Roy come back, you know what? I'll be down for it. However, the thing to look forward to and the thing that gives it some sense of potentially having some potential is the fact that it's going to apparently be directed by the same person that did the Paddington films, which you have not seen are actually pretty great movies. They're actually very awesome, uh, very uh, kid-friendly, but really family-friendly films. They're films that everyone in the entire family can enjoy, from adults all the way down to kids, and I actually thoroughly enjoy them for, for what they are. So I think if that's the direction, if they're going for this film to be a family edition film that's fun for everybody, hey, I might be on board for it. However, I still will hold with that criticism because, seriously, Hollywood, start coming up with new ideas and new concepts, please, because we need more original storytelling. I was talking about this a little bit with John the Flickpick on our podcast for Patreon Subscribestar members just the other day, where it honestly feels like Hollywood is at the brink of just breaking at this point. You have massive, giant Hollywood films that are losing crap tons of money. You have Wonder Woman 84 set to lose around $200 million by the end of its run, between $150 and $200 million. And what my hope is, what my honest hope is, is that because they're going to be losing crap tons of money, what they decide to do is they decide to start spending a lot less money, they decide to then start investing into smaller stories, and therefore also more original stories as well. And don't worry, Will Gentry, I am firing up Heimdall as we speak, as you again come into the chat just to check and make sure that Heimdall is working. Don't worry, it is coming up right now, and hopefully will be running 
really soon. Boom. All right, so Heimdall should be up and running right about now. There we go. It is up. But yes, my hope is, and I do have hope, that when the Hollywood films begin to fall more and more and more as they continue to pump them out, because there have been many in production that have been delayed, and if you look ahead to upcoming years, they seem to be continuing to want to push out giant Hollywood production films, that at some point they realize maybe we should spend less, maybe we should start to invest more money into good storytellers and not into giant garbage-tier films that are not original, in many cases woke, and in many cases films and stories that most people don't actually want to see. So thank y'all for being here tonight. So again, if y'all want to talk a little bit about the Wonka prequel, please feel free to leave comments in the video. Remember that if you have a comment or a question, you can go ahead and tag at Odin question at in the uh, rather in the comment section. So Odin question, all one word, type Odin question. It'll highlight orange on my screen, and it'll let me know that you're trying to get my attention. And obviously this will... Uh, have that come around every now and then. Also, if you do want to support the channel, please consider donating via Streamlabs. Obviously, you can donate via Super Chat if you wish, but to donate via Streamlabs, as YouTube gets none of that money, gets none of that dough, and it does help to support the channel. All right. Thank you all for being here once again. Also, as you can see, it is a movie talk night, politics-free zone, so please avoid any political discussions. This is being done on behalf of my Valks, Tina and Steph, who are amazing human beings and need for us to talk about culture. Need for us to talk about more so pop culture and movies. And it is the way it should be. We've had a little bit too many political discussions as of late. And let's try and make this more of an escape night. All right. Anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the comments at 530. buck 76 says, A Wonka prequel? We need that like Bonnie and Clyde's car needed more bullet holes in it. <laughs> I get that reference because I've actually seen Bonnie and Clyde. Wasn't a fan of it. Didn't like it at all. going to be honest. I, I was bothered by it. I, I just, it didn't flow well for me at all. But I have seen it. So I do get that reference. He then says, Are you still streaming on DLive? Reason I ask is they demonetize anyone who wasn't streaming video game play. Nope, I'm fine. I'm still up over on DLive. I mean, as I said, I'm I'm mostly a uh, I'm I'm pretty much a, a lower <laughs> a low tier, um, very middle of the road person in most of my opinions. I would say that's at least what I think. So I'm not gonna have a crazy movie opinion that's gonna get me kicked off the platform. I imagine, uh, and the people that I have been seeing get kicked off the platform. Again, I don't agree with it, but at the same time, it's like I totally kind of understand where they're coming from. Uh, waiting for an hydraulic, Laura, what is going on? She said Laura is happy too. Politics is a downer right now. Yep, absolutely, which is why we're going to talk about pop culture. Matthew Highland, hello to you. He tagged and says, shocker, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, is that Timothy Clement? Wait, Timothy Clement. Did you mean Chalamet or Clement? And Tom Holland are the top two choices for Wonka. Does Hollywood think of the only young actors or something? So, yeah, I think that must be Timothy Chalamet. Um, but, you know what, to be honest, I think that they're both good actors, though. I, I I see where you're coming from, Matthew Highland, because it's like, yeah, seriously, Hollywood, could you start to try and discover new, awesome talent instead of reusing the same people over and over and over again? Um, but I think that, in the end, they're both very talented, and so I, I'm, generally, I'm generally okay if indeed they decide to go in that direction with it. Bryant Barth, hail to you, good sir. Glad to see you in the chat. 
Laura Tagnus says, I never imagined there would be interest in a Wonka prequel, but Timothy Chalamet is the only actor who I think could pull it off. I don't know if he's the only actor. I say that, and yet I'm not going to have a good response of, oh, who then would be a good actor, because I don't have an answer ready for that. But I feel like there's got to be some other younger actors that can get the zaniest, because here's the other thing, too. Are they going to be going strictly off of the book and do a prequel of that character? Are they going to go off of the iconic Gene Wilder version of the character? Are they, God forbid, going to go off of the version that was done by Johnny Depp? I hope they don't. I pray they don't go in that direction. But I think that that will determine what young actor will be best suited to play that kind of a role. Then again, it's Hollywood, so why not just forgive Johnny Depp for all his wrongdoings and just de-age him and have him play young Wonka? Just like I'm sure everyone in this chat would love to see. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Uh, POC Preserver of Culture, welcome to the chat. Infirter, who's a member, says, Hail Odin, hail one and all, hail to you, Infirter, glad to see you. Father Christopher Miller, who's also a member on the channel, says, Wonka prequel, what the? Ah, Father, I see what you did there. <laughs> now, for the record, he was going to say, what the heck? I know that's what he really meant to say, what the heck? <laughs> and I agree, it's like, seriously, of all the stories to make, of all the ideas to have, your thought is, you know what I want to do? I want to make a prequel to Willy Wonka. Again, I'm sure there's some people out there that have an interest in that story, but here I am like, I'm not one of them. No, 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 thank you. Not, not, not really my cup of tea, to be honest. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, POC Taggin says, since you were talking about boat movies today, which would you choose, Master and Commander or Yellowbeard? I'm going to be honest, I've never seen Yellowbeard. I don't know when that film would have come out, so I'm going to choose Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, because it just seems to be right. By the way, thank you all very much for the support on that video today, talking about Russell Crowe and how he just destroyed a, a critic who went after him for his movie and tried to make a COVID joke of all things. Tried to make a COVID joke saying, eh, for anyone that's you know struggling to fall asleep with COVID and during COVID, you know, why don't you just watch this movie because <laughs> I can never get past 10 minutes. <laughs> Thanks, Russell Crowe. And then not only does that, that'd be one thing, right, if he was just being an asshat. He then tags Russell Crowe on Twitter. He directly tags Russell Crowe. So it's like, dude, you, you are just asking to be destroyed. Haven't you seen South Park? Haven't you seen the fact that Russell Crowe would literally go around the world beating up kids with cancer. Obviously, that's a South Park reference, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, seriously, you're going to go after him? I mean, he's going to fight you back, and guess what he did? And I think Russell Crowe did a great job. And here's the thing. He fought back with facts. That's what I appreciated the most about his response, was he said, okay, let's talk about the beautiful cinematography, the fantastic score, and, and key elements of the plot that are done so well. And I'm like, kudos to you, good sir. You know, he could have come back and done the same nonsensical argumentation done by that so-called critic, but he took the higher ground and put him in the put him in his place in the process. And of course, he did go lowbrow a little bit by saying, <laughs> kids these days. And it's like, it's true. Trust me, as a teacher, I know kids are struggling more than ever to keep their attentions. Some are better than others. It's always great to see students that will still read and be able to hold their attention and show genuine genuine interest in various topics. They exist. Trust me, they're there. 
But I think all of us can agree, especially those in the education business, that there is a vast movement of kids not being nearly as involved, as kids not being nearly as invested in longer form storytelling. And a lot of it is because of social media, right? We live in the age of instant gratification. And I tell the kids, right, you know, you have literally a computer in your pocket. You can find anything out in the world. You can literally learn anything. And then I make a commentary and say, and what do you do? You TikTok, you Snapchat, you tweet. And you use up hours and hours of your day on this stuff. Imagine if you wouldn't. I'm guilty of this too. I tell the kids that all the time. I'm saying, I'm no better than you. But I'm, I'm also, I think, just more aware of it. I'm going to say it out loud. That we all need to work on this, right? These, these apps now that we have on our phone literally keep track of how long we're on there. <laughs> and I think that that's something that we need to try and, and take care of. I think that's something that we need to try to address in our lives. And spend more time reading books, watching movies, listening to audiobooks, as, as I'm a huge fan of. Um, by the way, I did finish, speaking of audiobooks, I think Laura will appreciate this. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the last stream or not, but I finally finished Master and Apprentice. It was a book made and written several years ago by Claudia Gray, and it tells the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, and it also has flashbacks, several flashback sequences of Qui-Gon being trained uh, by Count Dooku, and I love those sequences, I think, the most. And it's a very good story. It's very well written. It tells a really great story of the relationships, especially between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, and how there are these tensions there between the two. And I actually really enjoyed the story. I thought the storytelling was done well. Uh, Matt Davies, or Matt Davis, I think, was the guy who did the voice work for it. He's not my favorite. As you all know, Mark Thompson, I mentioned his name a lot on the channel. Mark Thompson is, I think, the best voice actor right now in the Star Wars universe. But he's also good. This Davies guy is also pretty good. He's the second best, I would say. Um, not anywhere near Mark Thompson, but he's, he's fine. He, he does the job. He has a good Yoda. He does a very good Yoda voice, and I'll, I'll at least give him that. And he does make it worth listening to, I think. So if you've never heard or listened or read Master and Master, I was going to say Master and Commander, um, Master and Apprentice, um, I, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see where we are in the chat. Orange Hour Views, glad to see you in the chat. Bruce, glad to see you here. Mark Lesseth in the chat as well. Hail to you. Father then says that I'll agree with me that it exists because of original sin. What exists because of original sin? What is this? Context, Father. Father, I always need context. You know this. ZK man, what's going on, ZK man? Glad to see you in the chat as well. We got Pat S here, who is a member. It says, as you know, I don't really follow the political world. That said, I was looking forward to one thing that my mom just ruined for me. She told me we will not be getting the first Batwoman as VP. Is that true? Since that is still a reference to Batwoman, which is pop culture, I will allow it. And good Lord, I've, I've heard terrible things about the upcoming Batwoman series. <laughs> no thank you. Uh, James, what's going on, James? Thank you for the dollar donation via Streamlabs, and thank you for donating via Streamlabs. I always appreciate it. He says, hey, Odin, do you have a favorite DreamWorks animated feature film? For me, it's the first Shrek. I think that is the ultimate DreamWorks animated project. You know, there's not many others that I think can really reach uh, the level and the heights of that first Shrek film. That being said, there's also, I don't, I don't have the entire list of these films in front of me. So I'm going to go ahead and try and, and pull it up right here. Ooh, actually, you know what? 
I'm actually going to say, because I, I forgot that this was actually done by DreamWorks Animation. Prince of Egypt, I forgot, was done by DreamWorks. Prince of Egypt, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated animated films. It's got, I think, one of the best scores. I think it's comparable, and if not better, than the vast majority the vast majority of Disney animated, even at the peak of Disney musical animation, especially in the 90s. I love Prince of Egypt. And I'll, I'll admit, there's probably a bias there, because obviously it deals with Old Testament, deals with my boy Moses. So obviously I'm, I'm more inclined to like it. But I think most people look at that film and they're like, man, you're right, the score and animation to that movie are fantastic. I mean, the it, we're going to talk about effects and I know that Tina has talked about this before, about the you know the parting of the Red Sea and the Ten Commandments. I think animation-wise, the parting of the Red Sea in the Prince of Egypt is gorgeous. It looks fantastic. If you've never seen Prince of Egypt, highly recommend it, even if you're not religious at all. Right? It deals more of the Jewish history. Right? There's definitely elements of God. You know, there's definitely spiritual elements there, but it's a lot more of a focus on the the cultural history. Not to say that it's culturally accurate necessarily or that it's historically accurate necessarily or that it's by the book to the scripture. It's just a good movie. It's just so well done. So Prince of Egypt, I would highly recommend. I forgot they also did movies like Ants, which wasn't as good as it could have been. Woody Allen's in it. Woody Allen does some voice work for it. Uh, Road to El Dorado, I was actually a big fan of. Uh, Chicken Run was okay. Obviously, Shrek came out in 2001. Uh, you then had uh, Spirit. Stallion of the Cimarron, which I saw, like, the movie, like, poster and and the DVD and, B, B, I guess, that VHS at that time still. And I, I don't think I ever actually sat down and watched it. Never got into the Madagascar movies. They then made a crap ton of Shreks. Uh, Kung Fu Panda was actually a lot of fun. I did like that film overall. How to Train Your Dragon, also a pretty solid series. Um, I'm trying to see anything else that I'm I'm forgetting here. No, not really. So, I yeah, looking at their entire history, which it's amazing. It only dates back to 98. DreamWorks Animation's only been around since 1998. Uh, but yeah, Prince of Egypt. Ooh, definitely. Hands down, easy Prince of Egypt. Good question, James. Okay, back into the regular YouTube chats. Father says, Batwoman was bat crap. I haven't watched it, and I have no interest in watching it. I've never seen an episode and uh, I don't plan on starting anytime soon. Keck44 is in here. Peter Han, welcome to the channel. Glad to see you in the chat, as always. Who else we got in here? Rosetta Allen. Speaking of which, my wife and I just watched that video the other day. If you don't understand the reference to Rosetta Allen, you've never seen the video, and it's fantastic. Just look up. Uh, oh, my goodness. What are they called? Prairie Dogs. Look up Prairie Dogs Allen. And it's some of the funniest stuff that you will ever see in your life. And now every time I see the last name Allen, I have to say like that. I know that Laura knows exactly the video I'm talking about because I know that she loves it. Um, She loves that whole thing. And it's a lot of fun. Anyway, Rosetta Allen, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a member. She says, hello, Odin, you savage Norseman. You will thank you, Rosetta Allen. I appreciate it. JKWX76 says, happy Tuesday. I'm working in the kitchen like a good husband. Yes. I actually cooked dinner myself. We had some grilled chicken and some sweet potatoes all diced up, all cooked by moi. That's right. I can cook, people. 
<laughs> it's rather limited, but I can cook. I do have a nice uh, wood pellet grill that my wife got me for my birthday, and it is fantastic and cooks delicious food items. Though I think I had a little too much salt. My wife loves salt. I like it, but sometimes it's even a little too much for me. Uh, Laura Tanner says, Oh my, Batwoman was so bad and not even in a good way. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, when, when, when shows are cringe and just not entertaining at all, if they can't even be funny bad, yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. So I'm very glad that I kind of just stay away from all that nonsense. Uh, Father says, thoughts. Was pineapple the forbidden fruit that Adam and Eve weren't to eat? It would explain a lot. Okay, so Father, I think I can now connect back to that other comment about it being tied to original sin, that pineapple on pizza is a result of original sin. I would absolutely agree with that point, Father, because it is truly evil. It comes from Satan, it comes from Beelzebul, and it should be avoided at all costs. And in fact, anyone that enjoys pineapple on pizza must call the exorcist tonight because they got a demon inside them. (laughs) Oh, man, yes, pineapple. Remember, in Scripture, it never says apple. It just says forbidden fruit. Pineapple very well could have been. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, it's a very tropical location, the Garden of Eden. <laughs> All righty, let's see here. Who is here? Jake and Buck just says, Oh, Dan, thank you for being here. It is still 7 p.m. in the chat, and it's 7.21, so I'm, I'm already 20 minutes behind, everybody. Animation commentator tag says, Howdy, Odin, hail to you. Glad to see you here. Once again, thank you, Rocket and Jet, for letting me know that the sound was fine. Rosie G12, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you also for letting me know that the sound is fine. Just another red shirt in the chat. Andrew Hoyle, hail to you, good sir. You're up quite late this evening. Thank you for joining, if even for a little bit. Sherry Allen, what's going on, Sherry? Another one of the Allens. Uh, no relation, of course. Uh, Nathan Slade tag says, Sometimes I get sad when people have such short attention spans to enjoy great movies from the 20th century, like The Shawshank Redemption, or something like that. No, it's a fair point, and I totally agree. That's why I tend to actually, I tend to like longer movies. And here's the thing. I actually have ADD. Like, I have diagnosed from when I was a child ADHD, and trust me, I I know it's real. I, I know my brain, and I know everything that goes along with it. But I also realize that there is a great sense of control that one has over a lot of it. Not all of it, but over a lot of it. And it's always very sad to see that, and see the evidence of, the fact that so many of these kids are showing so many symptoms of ADHD, but they don't actually have it. Because the studies have shown that when you take away or limit the use of phones and social media, that the brain of these children tends to, like, basically it's almost like elastic. It tends to just go right back to its original shape, as it were. And I think that it's so very important for us to start to have those kinds of conversations. And as families to try and maybe either limit the use of cell phones and at least smartphones more more so than not, um, and technology. Uh, my wife and I are already planning to very, very much limit the amount of, of tech in baby Thor's life for, you know, for a lot of different things. We're not going to say that he can't use any tech whatsoever. I mean, obviously his father loves tech, so it's going to be involved in some way, but definitely to be more careful, especially when it comes to smartphones. You know, I think we both agree that we, we think that it's going to be a start with a dumb phone for calls. Again, very important matters and then eventually transition to a smartphone when we believe that he is responsible enough to handle it. And image commentator Tagna says, you want a Wonka? Yes, I love Wonka chocolate. I think it's delicious. Any type of Wonka chocolate, send to me. <laughs> I'll eat it. I'll eat it on air, damn it. 
Uh, Thirstyth Warrior, who's a member, says, I certainly hope the Wonka prequel will focus on the subjugation and oppression of the Oompa Loompas. Rise up! Yes! Justice for the Oompa Loompas! <laughs> we must fight for equal justice for Oompa Loompas. That should be the fight of our time. Justice for Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompa lives matter, damn it. That's what I have to say. <laughs> uh, Tina says very clearly, Gene Wilder forever. I agree. He is indeed my Willy Wonka as well. Father says, I love the Willy Wonka welcome song. If you mean from the Giant Depp version, you mean the Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. He's an amazing chocolatier. Willy Wonka. And then they show like the, the, the prince. They show the prince's throne, the prince of pop throne. And then he comes out looking just like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> Uh, Laura Waiting for Nerdrotic says, Wonka prequel name, The Phantom Wonka. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's get some names for this Wonka prequel up in here. The Phantom Wonka. <laughs> now, if they named it that, I'd watch it. They'd have to guarantee that there'd be pod racing, though. Just so that we can have a young Willy Wonka go, It's working! It's working! And it's like a chocolate machine, though. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, Rosetta Allen said, no, Depp's version is pure trash. No, Rosetta, 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 don't be a hater. It's bad. It is bad. But it's also oddly fun in the worst way, in the worst way possible. Again, Deep Roy is awesome. Andrew Hoyle says, Gene Wilder is the only Wonka. I would agree with that for sure. No doubt. JKDBuck76 says, the last Jedi was awful. Yes, indeed. You're right. Just Another Red Shirt says, Deep Roy is such a badass. He played an assassin in a Pink Panther movie. Really? I never watched the Pink Panther movies. Dude, he's been in everything. Uh, if you, I know that not everyone likes these movies, and I have my issues with it myself, but the you know J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, he plays uh, at least a couple of the uh, smaller characters. Uh, so he's, he's actually made a very big name for himself, kind of being this uncredited uh, a little person who works in Hollywood. It's really cool. Uh, Pat S., who is a member, says, Who is your favorite new overlord? Mark Z is hella cute, but Jeff B. has all the cool stuff. Once I get Mark of the Beast, I'm ride or die for Amazon. Hashtag Team Jeff. Damn, son. I do like how you said Mark Z is hella cute. I would agree with that. That's for sure. Tina also makes a great point. Willy Wonka isn't for kids. Didn't you see the boat ride? But here's the thing. I don't know... If the book that it's based off of is more geared towards kids or not, right? So I think that that will be the interesting uh, perspective. Again, which version of Wonka are they going after? Are they going based off of just the book? Or are they going to try and go off of based on one of the movies? That That's my main thought. Nathan Slade says, I know that you and I can both agree or disagree with what Roger Ebert thought about certain movies. But I have my respect for him and Siskel for making film criticism be enjoyable. No, I mean... No matter what you think of their opinions, they paved the way for film criticism. They absolutely paved the way for film criticism. And don't worry, D-Live fam. I'm going to get to y'all. I'm going to get to y'all, D-Live fam. Don't you worry. But yeah, they, they did it so much for film criticism. Orange Eye Review says, Chances are that Wonder Woman 84 would still have been a loss. Yeah, I mean, because they spent so much on it. Even if they hadn't, uh, to your point, even if they hadn't put it out on HBO Max at the same time, I don't think there's a way that we can honestly say that it would make a crap ton of money here domestically because you, you have other films coming out 
like Tenet, for instance, it had a decent domestic run, a better foreign run during a pandemic, but that film only made about $360 million worldwide, around that amount. And so if you're honestly going to say Wonder Woman 84, which has been viewed a lot more negatively, especially by fans of the franchise, if you're going to argue that somehow that film would have made more, when you have, I would argue, probably even less theaters available in the United States, maybe more available in other countries, yeah, um, the fact that alone, and the reason why I can say that is because look at how it's doing in China. It is bombing in China. It's not doing well at all. All the while, a film like, I think I think Seoul has either already passed Wonder Woman 84 in China. And again, I think Seoul is a good film, but if you were going to tell me that Seoul would beat out Wonder Woman 84 in any country, I, I would have told you you're joking. But we know that the film was not very good, so it makes sense. Pat S. says, Deep Roy rode a snail in never-ending story. Was he in the never-ending story? Wait, what? Was he really in that movie? That's crazy. That's crazy. Rosie G12 is a member, says, The problem is Hollywood won't hire any good creatives unless they're woke. And if they're woke, talent doesn't matter to them. Yes, yeah, sadly, that is true. And that's why, as I said... I hope that the pandemic and all of the nonsense that's going on right now in Hollywood is able to at least force them to spend less because typically speaking, if you're spending less money on a project, there's a better chance, and this this is so counterintuitive, but you're you're more likely to spend less on the writing team, which means you're not going to care as much about the writing team, which means you're probably going to get less woke writers. Because keep in mind, the people that write all of the famous woke stories are the ones that are probably asking for way too much money. So it could actually lead to better storytelling in Hollywood um, in some weird, twisted way. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Hologram Nunchaku is tagging me. says, hail, dude, hail to you. Thank you for being here. Glad to see you in the chat. The chat has jumped on me like it always does. Please be sure to smash that like button. It has now jumped up, and it looks like some comments were skipped. Again, I was still very early on the chat. It now only lets me go back to 7.15 in the chat. Again, only 7.15 in the chat. I'm going to jump over to my DLAF fam because they have been hanging out for quite a bit. So let's see. We got uh, who over there? We got Mr. Peabody over there. Hail to you. We got Captain Dean Heiss over there as well who said, Wonka, no. I agree. Mr. Peabody then says, forget Wonka. I can't believe they messed with Walker, Texas Ranger, and redid it. I agree. And they have one of the actors, was it Jared Padalecki from Supernatural, who I like. I mean, I, I really like Supernatural. I mean, obviously it went on for way too long, and, and so the story just kind of went all over the place. But I, I thoroughly enjoy the two actors that play the two Winchester brothers. But I think that Jared Padalecki is not the best choice for Walker, Texas Ranger. I, I just, I don't see him in that role. So, yeah. I, I would agree with you to say, why? And also, too, why would you remake that? Who is asking for that to ever be remade? It makes no sense. Will Gentry Tanya says, Timothy who? Has he been in anything I would have heard of? Um, let's say, Timothy Chalamet is the lead in the upcoming Dune film. So, you you may have seen the trailer for that at the very least. I'm trying to think of other things. He he got kind of um, famous because he was in a film and it, it dealt with uh, a gay relationship. And so obviously Hollywood loves those kinds of stories. 
Got a lot of Oscar buzz that year. His performance in the film, for the record, was very good. It was very, very solid. Um, but that, that tends to be the way things go. But yeah, let's see if I can remember exactly what that film was. Because it's Call Me By Your Name uh, was that film that kind of put him on the map because he gave a great performance in it. So that was back in 2017. He did Call Me By Your Name. Uh, apparently, he was in Interstellar. I didn't know that. He played the young Tom Cooper. Uh, so he was in that film. But as I said, the, the one that got him on the map was Call Me By Your Name. Uh, he was also then in Lady Bird, which was complete garbage. That was directed by my least favorite director, Greta Gerwig, who I think is a, uh, I think she's a hack. Uh, he was also in Hostiles, Beautiful Boy, which I've heard good things about. Uh, he's been in uh, A Rainy Day in New York by Woody Allen. Oh, man, did I miss a Woody Allen movie? Oh, I'll have to try and check that out. I'm I'm kind of a sob, not a sob. I, I'm kind, I have a weak spot for Tim uh, for Woody Allen films. I haven't seen all of them, but my best friend and I, who still lives in New Orleans, uh, one of our traditions that just naturally happened was we would every year go together to go watch the new Woody Allen movie, and it just kind of happened. You know, we we went one year because I want to say the first year we did it was actually when Midnight in Paris came out. By the way, Midnight in Paris, probably one of my favorite Woody Allen movies. And I know that's kind of blasphemous when you have so many other classic films from his, especially films like Manhattan. But to be honest, I think that that might be one of my favorites of his because I love the story. I love the story it tells and and the cast works very well together. Um, but we had a tradition and we, I think, went all the way up through. We, we saw Blue, you know, Blue Jasmine and we, we saw a couple others, I think, after that. And then eventually we, we brought the significant others along to join us in that journey, in that tradition, and and then we kind of just, you know, obviously with the moving and everything, you know, fell away from it, sadly, but yeah, anyway, that's Timothy Chamley, hopefully that answers the question, but now I want to see A Rainy Day in New York, because I do like me some Woody Allen. Mr. Peabody says, Yellowbeard was a bad comedy made in the 80s, no comparison, okay, thank you, Peabody, <laughs> dude, Peabody with the hot take, he's like, no. No, no, no. Let's not even bring those up in the same damn sentence. It's a it's a joke in comparison. I appreciate it, Peabody. Thank you. Uh, Daniel Thorne says, What movies will you check out for National Popcorn Day? When is National Popcorn Day? He then says, I heard the... I heart the new Batwoman actress... I heard the new Batwoman actress was good, but the show still suffers from bad writing. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, when they first announced it, said, there's nothing wrong with her. It's what they're using for her costume, and obviously the writing was always bad from what I've heard. Again, I, I never watched any of that because I just never had an interest in it. It it wasn't made for me, as Brie Larson would say. And, uh, yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me, though, if she was okay. Philly DeHobbit says, Vanilla, Vanilla Ice Movie, Cool as Ice, 1991, dropping on Blu-ray May 4th. Oh, man, who asked for that? <laughs> I've never heard of it. I never even knew he was in a movie. Other than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where he was, or the second one rather, when he was just singing, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. See, that's my jam. Now, the, the, those films, if those were coming out on 4K, ooh, ooh boy. But interesting, first time ever, if anyone wants to get the Vanilla Ice film, Cool as Ice, be available on Blu ray for the first time. That's, that's great. Daniel Thorne says, Have you seen the French Netflix series Lupin? It hit 70 million households in a month, supposedly. Interesting. Okay. I, I've i seen it uh, promoted. I have seen it promoted. I've not actually heard of it, so I have no idea what it has to do with. 
This is Lupin, apparently, on Netflix. Um, interesting, though, that it's doing as well as it is. Daniel Thorne then says, Today is National Popcorn Day. Get your butter. Yeah. So once I get off the stream, definitely will you jumping up. Don't think I'll have any popcorn tonight. I had way too much salt. I had way, way too much salt. Anyway, back over to the YouTube chat. We got Rosie G12 at 7.15. By the way, it is 7.36, so 20 minutes or so behind as usual. Rosie G12 says, when is your going my when is our going my way review coming? Then Notorious Pretty Please. Yes, thank you for reminding me about Notorious. I still need to watch that. I finally did watch Going My Way, and I've kind of been holding off on a review because I don't know really how to place it. It's a well-made movie. It's got fantastic acting, but the story is just, in my opinion, meandering. And I couldn't really get into it. There was moments in the movie that I did like, but I came to the end of it saying, wait, what was the story being told? It was, it was very confusing. I Again, I, I didn't hate the movie. It's not a bad movie. I just didn't find myself really enjoying the journey that it brought me on. It just it didn't it didn't captivate me if that makes any sense. So as you can see, it's it's very complicated, and so I haven't made a full review yet of the movie because I'm still kind of baffled by it for that reason. I kind of want to watch it again just to see if that was just that first time. Maybe I just wasn't feeling well that day because sometimes sometimes I do get impacted uh, by those kinds of external emotions where if I'm really tired on a given day, etc. It's the same reason why. I'm open to watching something like The Good, The Bad, The Ugly again because I don't have a good opinion of the movie because I fell asleep. It just, it bored me. But that very well could be because the one time I'd watched it, I was tired that day. So, in the same way, I think I would be willing to watch that again, too. Uh, let's see. Hologram Nunchuck says, Master and Commander has good direction. Favorite part is when Crow is looking through the telescope at another ship as it fires a cannon, but the cannon makes no sound. No, there are a lot of awesome moments in the movie, and it is, again, just a well-crafted film. And as they say, it is an epic. It is a modern-day, I guess modern is, is a relative term, but I think because it's still within the last 20 years or so, it's a modern-day epic film, and they don't make films really like that anymore. You know, you had all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but it's it's not the same thing. Just because you make a film like Pirates Two and a Half Hours doesn't make it an epic film. You know, the grand scope of Master and Commander, I think, is truly underrated. And it's a movie that I thankfully was able to revisit because of Tina. And it's a film that I would absolutely be willing to revisit again because of Tina. But also because the film itself is very good. Brad Noble, welcome to the chat, you pet troll you. Glad to see you here as always. Um, let's see. Rosetta Allen says, I didn't forget that Prince of Egypt is a great Bible movie. It is. It is a great movie, let alone a great Bible movie. No question. Mark 63366 says, I just watched A Beautiful Name in the Neighborhood, a 2019 film about Fred Rogers. What a wonderful film about a great man. Yeah, is that the one with Tom Hanks? I, I, I like that one, but I will say Won't You Be My Neighbor, which came out actually a year or two prior which is the documentary about Fred Rogers, I think is significantly better. I think A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is good. I liked it. I gave it a very positive rating. But the documentary, uh, Won't, you be, I mean, Won't You Be My Neighbor, I think is so much better. If you've never seen that documentary and you like Fred Rogers, I would definitely recommend that movie over anything else. 
Pat S says, and Prince of Egypt has Val the Stal Kilmer. You're damn right it does. Val Kilmer is a voice. Dude, Ray Fiennes, freaking Voldemort is in the movie, voices the Pharaoh, and he sings. If you want to hear Val Kilmer, and Val Kilmer doesn't sound bad. I don't know if they did anything in post-production. I have no idea if they tweaked his voice, but it's Val Kilmer and Ray Fiennes singing. Let my people go. I mean, it's so good. I love it. The music's so good. The beginning also has very much a a Les Mis feel. You know how in in Les Mis, in the beginning, it's, Look down, look down, you'll always be a slave. In this one, instead, it's, Deliver us from the promised land. It's so good. Gosh, I love the score. I want to rewatch that film now. It's so good. Animation commentator says, I love the Prince of Egypt and Spirit. Those are both the both the best, both the best DreamWorks movies. Yeah, I never saw Spirit. I, again, I saw it in a hey, I saw the, the VHS copy, but never actually watched the movie itself. It was a movie about horses. I don't know. It was just like, eh. Thirsty the Warrior says, I love Prince of Egypt. Want to see it with the family on Christmas Day, 1998. Oh, went to see it with the family on Christmas Day, 1998. Yeah, it's a movie I... So, at my old school in New Orleans, I taught 9th and 10th grade. And eventually, I went from 10th to 11th, and now I'm exclusively 11th, which is, to be honest, one of my favorite grades to teach. But in my 9th grade class, it would delve into scripture. And so, Prince of Egypt was the film that, for a couple of years that I taught freshmen, I would use... Because it really is a great... And here's the thing. I would make it educational because I would say, all right, we're going to watch this film, but then I want you to, on your own, read this account from Exodus, and then I want you to write a comparison paper, right? What are some similarities and differences between the stories? Because it really is, I think, a really great telling uh, because it does get a lot of things right. It does take some liberties with other things, but again, that's what a movie does. And I think it does it in a great way. Oh, I'm so glad I'm on this portion when I was talking about all the different uh, DreamWorks animation films. Rosie G12 says, Prince of Egypt probably wouldn't get made today. No, you're right. I mean, look to films like The Ten Commandments. You know, Ben-Hur. Technically, they remade Ben-Hur, but apparently, I think I think Tina has seen it, or at least has read about it, and they, they strip out, I think, uh, the key components connecting with Christ, if I'm not mistaken, or they, they change it somewhat where it's not as, as Christ-centric. So I, th- I think that you're right that if they did make it, it would be a shell of itself, right? It, it would lose any sense of heart whatsoever. Rosetta Allen says, I love Road to El Dorado and How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I love the first How to Train Your Dragon especially. My dog River looks like Toothless a lot, especially when she's upside down. She's got these really fluffy ears. And uh, again, she looks just like Toothless. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen, oh my gosh, I have not seen Road to El Dorado in years. But I remember liking it. I remember liking it a lot as a kid and, and watching it a lot. All right. Soul Assassin Tagna says, saw a review and she actually lives in a van down by the river. <laughs> what? What? What is that a reference to? Other than the van down by the river, which of course is a reference to the great Chris Farley. She lives in a van down by the river. <laughs> I love that skit so much. Uh, animation commentator tagged the 719. It says, Megamind by DreamWorks was okay. Over the Hedge was downright stupid along with the B-movie. Okay. Never saw Megamind. I think it was Will Ferrell who did the voice. Never really had an interest in it. 
I think that was a little past past my time. It was more geared towards kids, I think, and it was just a little too old for it when it came out. Over the Hedge, again, same thing. Just never had interest. But I will say this. I've never seen the B-movie. However, the memes that have come from the B-movie are hysterical. And also the fact that... Uh, who is it that... Is it uh, Jerry Seinfeld who did the voice of one of it? Doesn't he, like, completely disavow that movie now? And, like, gets has, was made fun of for years. Maybe is still made fun of for the movie. I, I, I guess from that reason, we can enjoy it for what came out of it rather than the movie experience. Again, I've never seen the film myself, but the memes have been pretty great. Uh, Apex Snape Boy Taddy says, Wonka prequel? It kind of makes sense if you read Charlie and the, great, uh, and the Great Glass Elevator as a child. That book is fun, but goofy as hell. Vermicious nids... Uh, vermicious canids in space. I'm not even joking. Wow. Space? Damn, son. Maybe maybe this prequel wouldn't be as crazy. <laughs> uh, Rosetta Allen says, Hubby cooks more often than I do, and he does the laundry. See, that's where I, I'm not much of a laundry person because I don't see the point in folding, and everyone's got these techniques, and I'm just like, meh. And so I, I tend just to leave it in a basket. And then eventually my wife gets pissed and it's like, I'm just going to fold it for you anyway. And I'm like, you don't have to. I mean, I appreciate it, but it also would be fine just taking it out of the hamper because <laughs> I don't care about wrinkles because I'm a child. POC uh, Preserver of Culture tag says, what is a prequel idea you would actually like to see? By the way, Yellowbeard is around 79 or 80 and I think with several Monty Python members. Oh, okay. Is it, a, is it an official Python movie? If so, Will Gentry, it's not it's not good, you say? Huh. And he says, what is the the first question was, what is a prequel idea you would actually like to see? Well, as I said, I, I kinda want us to move away from this concept of prequels and sequels and reboots because I want to see more original concepts. I want to see more original movies. Um, but I I guess if I had to see a prequel of anything, oh Lord, let me see if I can see any movies in my collection that might, you know, catch my eye. You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go obnoxious and and ridiculous. I'm gonna say I would want to see a prequel for Jingle All the Way. I want to see how they came up with the idea of Turbo Man. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, I don't want that. But actually, now now that I am looking, what would kind of be interesting? Oh man, I had it and then I lost it. Tends to be the way things go. I mean, I guess there's some that you could make work like for instance the nice guys you could go into kind of you know those characters before but you see i wouldn't want no i take that back no no patui i spit on that idea because the whole reason why that movie is great is because of the two characters being together russell crowe um is in the movie and it is fantastic so no i, I take that back you know what i i honestly can't think of any films right now at the top of my head that i would want to see a prequel of because as i said I, I stick with let's let's just get original ideas and by the way, we got 67 people watching. Please be sure to smash the like button. It really does mean a lot. All right. Back and still in the YouTube chats. Inferior says, you can cook people. How do they taste? I don't know. You might have to ask Army Hammer. <laughs> the K-Man says, Odin cooks. Can we expect an Odin's cooking blog? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I need to make an Odin's cooking blog. An Odin's pizza blog. Someone wants me to still make an Odin's gaming blog, even though I don't game and I don't have time to game anymore, especially. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of channels. I there's no way I could, I already have I literally recorded a video for the second channel that I still need to upload and edit and everything, and I probably won't be able to do that until later tonight after I spend some time with Freya. Ooh, that water's good. All right, let us see. Nathan Slade tagged and says, DreamWorks created a masterpiece like Shrek and then made so bad it's good movie in the form of Shark Tale. I probably could enjoy the movie and laugh at it again. I never saw Shark Tale, so I wouldn't know much about it. Rosetta Allen says, I've been pushing more people to watch Yellowbeard a long time. Okay, so are you a fan of it then? Uh, Edward Pereno, thank you for the $10 super chat. I appreciate it, man. He says, did you see the BBC with Gary and Az? They had some choice words for Stuckman. I like Stuckman, but I agree. His sexuality is not why I watch him. They accuse Stuckman for virtue signaling. Yeah, I mean... I don't know him personally, so I can't speak for him or about him in any authentic fashion or any real authoritative sense. But I'll say what I said on the Patreon podcast, because this question did did come up in the Patreon podcast that I do with uh, John Flickinger. And my point is that I think that that is something, if he honestly wanted to share it with people, he should have shared with his Patreon members for a couple reasons. One... I think that that would be the kind of stuff that Patreon members want, right? People on Patreon, Subscribestar, usually will want extra content, right? They want to support people, right? They want to support the creators, but they also like to get access to inside information and to extra bits of uh, stuff. So I think it would have been better suited for that location. And then the second thing is the other reason why I would want him to post it on Patreon is because last time I checked, he still has an active Patreon, but I know for a fact that he doesn't fulfill the promises that he has over there for a long time. He still had that. If you gave $10 or more a month, you get access to a podcast that he does with John Flickinger. The problem is, is that they stopped doing that years ago. And last time, as I said, it's been, I think it's been about a year since I checked, but for at least a couple years, if not more, he had that up that I'm not okay with like that. To me, I have a bigger issue with that than anything he might say on his channel, right? It's his channel. It, it, it's it's his life, and he can say whatever it is he wants to say. But if I were the one to give recommendations or suggestions, I would say, hey, man, you should probably let that be something that you not put on your movie review channel. Obviously, it's your channel. You control it. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to gatekeep you on this. But I think it would have been better suited for Patreon. And I say that mostly because I think, and again, I, I'm not a Patreon member of his, so I don't know if he posts. I honestly don't know if he posts anything over there anymore. I just know that he doesn't do a podcast anymore with 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 John Flickinger. And so I, I think that for that reason alone, especially if you're gonna do a 40-minute special video going through your history and all that stuff, interesting stuff. But let that go to the people that actually will want to hear that kind of stuff that's not movie related. Again, your channel, do whatever you want. I'm not gonna virtue say I'm not gonna gatekeep you on that one, but yeah. Uh hopefully that answers your question, uh, Edward Pereno. That's really all I'm gonna say about it. Hologram Nunchuck tag says, Pineapple on pizza is angelic. Um, Father, can we get an exorcism over on aisle four for Hologram Nunchuck? I'd appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Thursday the Warrior says, I bought some crushed pineapple today for making carrot cookies. Carrot cookies? That's a thing? That sounds terrible. CWD Trixie says, The 11th commandment is, Thou shalt not putteth of pineapple on said pizza. Yes, it is. It's an unwritten rule of the road. 
Father says, angelic as in the fallen angels. As I said, Father. Can we get an exorcism over there, please? Nathan Slade tags says, don't you remember the 11th commandment in the Bible? Thou shalt not eat nor enjoy pineapple or pizza. We got a couple different versions of the 11th commandment going on in the chat. General Winkster's in the chat. What's going on? Hamilton Burger here, too. Father Tagden says, the devils are angelic. The devils are angelic as well. Yes, fun fact. They are fallen angels. POC Preserver of Culture. If you think pineapple is evil, you need to try durian. I used to willingly put on a mask in supermarkets in Hong Kong to block the smell. Pineapple is heaven comparatively. Yeah, I've never tried durian, so I wouldn't know the smell. Um... And it's not that it smells bad. It's just you don't put it on pizza. That's the issue. It's not It's not the fruit itself. It's the, hey, I'm going to put it on pizza. It's like, no, let's not do that. As apparently I, I'm getting a notification that someone has sent me something. It's an image. Let me see what it is. It says, an Italian-American immigrant is held still and forced to watch in horror as pineapple is added to a pizza for the first time. Oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. I love that so much. JKDBuck76, thank you for this. And it's it says to have been from 1914 Brooklyn, New York. And it's a guy being forced to watch the first pineapple be put on pizza. I know that can't be real, but that's just fantastic. I love it. <laughs> That's how I feel. And I'm not even Italian. I, I don't have an Italian bone in my body. I'm all German and Irish. And a couple other things, too. But mostly German and Irish. Oh, that's fantastic, though. All right. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, Odin, I have severe hyperactive brain waves that actually caused my seizures. And yet I long to write, read, and do complex art. Yeah, I mean, as as you and as you know, my ADHD are examples of, if we have willpower, we can absolutely overcome a lot of those problems and issues. One of the things that frustrated me most as a kid was I had friends that also were diagnosed ADHD and they used it as an excuse. There was one uh, female friend I had when I was younger who literally just did stupid things and said, I can't help it, I have ADD. And I was like, I took her aside one day, I said, you need to stop. It's like, trust, it's like, I have it too. And at that time I was off medication because I was like, no, 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 I had therapy and medication so that I could get that under control, right? So I could get my ADHD under control because what I learned as I went through that therapy was that I can have some level of control. I'm not going to have full control of the ADHD, but I can have some level. But the issue is that so many people nowadays want the quick fix, right? They want the medicine without the therapy. And that's damaging. That is damaging to kids. I know there's a lot of people that might have issues with medication in general, but if it's used properly by the right people and the motivations are correct as well, then the long-term effects can be hugely beneficial. Fun fact, when I was in grammar school, when I was in kindergarten, they told me at one of my first schools not to come back. They told my mom, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have to come back. He doesn't have to come back after Christmas break. Basically, there was their, 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 uh, their kind way of kicking me out. Because they didn't know how to handle me. Because I was just so hyperactive. Wasn't a terrible kid. They just didn't know how to handle it. Go to my new school. Better teachers. Better system. And also finally went into, you know, I was still going through uh, therapy and starting to do more with that. 
And then it actually came to the point where later in my career at that school, they said, wait, he has, he has ADD. I would never have guessed because again, there is a level of control that we can gain over time. But again, you have to want it. And especially when you're younger, your parents have to want it for you and care about you. Rosetta Allen says, thank you for the $2 super chat says, bite me and my pineapple pizza. You heretic Rosetta Allen, father, father. We have another major exorcism. Not only does she say that pineapple and pizza is good, she gave money to say it. Father, we've got a major issue here. Please, Father. <laughs> we need a major exorcism. Bring the blessed salt. Bring the holy water. I need an old priest and a young priest. The power of Christ compels you, Rosetta Allen. <laughs> Much love. Nathan Slay says, I'm a person who has ADHD too. Yet I see a lot of people even look at their phones, even when watching a classic like Jurassic Park. So sad. Yeah, as I said, uh, the studies are showing that because of technology nowadays, uh, kids are showing signs of ADHD even if they don't actually have it. Pat S says, top three things Belgium is known for. Good chocolates, high class prostitution, and Hercule Poirot. <laughs> That's great. Hamilton Burger tagged and says, but how will baby Thor watch Master and Commander without looking at a screen? Well, again, it's one thing if you're having instant gratification using a phone constantly. It's another if you're watching it on a screen, right? A large screen and you're watching it for as a movie. That's a little different, right? There's definitely a way and a place for that kind of stuff. Ernest Rojas, what's going on? Glad to see you in the chat once again as well. Let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, Oompa Loompas of the world unite. Yes. Mark Lizette Tag says, You eating Wonka chocolate on stream is like food porn. <laughs> you see, that's what needs to happen. I need to start posting my, my P.O. box on Friday Night Tights saying, Send all random food items you want to see me eat on Friday Night Tights to this, to this location. <laughs> and just make it a thing. Because obviously the pizza thing's been fun. You know, the, the, the pizza thing is a lot of fun already, but it'd be great if it's like every week it's like it's like something else that's been sent and it becomes my thing where it's like, this week the stream is brought to you by and it's whatever food item I'm eating that night. Rosetta Allen, thank you for another $2. Super chat says, I'm not Catholic, you can't save me. Odin, never say never, Rosetta. Never say never. I give up on no one. See, JKDBuck76, who's a member, says, A Wonka prequel equals solo a Star Wars story, a.k.a. the prequel that nobody asked for. It's a great point. Excellent point. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? CWD Trixie says, Wonka prequels, The Chocolate Menace, Attack of the Oompa Loompas, and Revenge of the Wonka. I like that. Let's Yeah, let's make a trilogy of Wonka prequels. With those names. That'd be great. The Chocolate Menace. Again, in The Chocolate Menace, he's he's working a chocolate machine. And all he needs to do is at one, one point just go, it's working. It'd be so good. And to be honest, I think that someone should just remake the Star Wars prequels. But instead add in like different movie genres or different movie stories. So it would be great to see like a complete retelling of The Phantom Menace. But it's actually the Willy Wonka story. So you have a lot of the same lines and dialogue, but now they've just interacted and had it connect into the Willy Wonka story. Now that, now that would be fantastic. 
Uh, let's see. Laura waiting for Nerdronic says, I told you I watched the Annie musical, right? You did. And then says, weirder than Tenet, but not by much. I love it. So, Laura, did you like it, though? You say it's weirder than Tenet. I freaking love Annie the musical, the story of Anakin Skywalker. That's that's where I get that impression from, too. The it's working. It's so good. Annie. Plus, there's a song where all of the lyrics are literally all of the pickup lines said by Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I'm haunted by the kiss you never should have given me. Oh, it's so funny. It's so damn funny. I love it. Rosetta Allen says, no, it's not fun in any way. Depp should never touched Wonka. I'm sorry, but how is... Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. In the best Nancy Pelosi impersonation that he could ever do. <laughs> Brian Barr says, do you think Giant Depp will return to movies? Yeah, at some point. I mean, you can only cancel for someone for so long, I think. Uh, Orange Hat says, I watched the Depp version of Wonka, wasn't a fan. As a person who read the book and saw the original, I know for a fact that Willy Wonka never told a child he didn't care. I mean, as I said, it's not a good movie. I want to make that clear. It's not a good movie. But Deep Roy's great, and I do find it pretty hilarious in a terrible way. Rosie G12 says, Odin, you've never seen the Pink Panther movies. I've never seen the classic movies or the more modern-day Steve Martin versions. My wife is a huge fan of them. I've never watched them. Myself, at least. Rosetta Allen says, I love the boat ride in Willy Wonka as a, as a little kid. Rosetta, I, I was actually kind of wondering about that because did the effects of that not not trigger the uh, the light sensitivity issue? Or was that beforehand? Or how did that develop? I, I'm actually interested in and in, intrigued by that. Inferior, who's a member, says, Oompa Loompas knowingly, willingly, proactively participated in child abuse. Hashtag orange men <laughs> That's true. They did literally fill a child with juice. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Mark 63366 says, No Pink Panther. What the hell? Even the remakes are good. That's as bad as pineapples on pizza. I love that. It's a great series of lines right there. Laura, please drive safe coming home. General Wingster tagged and says, But Odin, I want to help the Oompa Loompas rise up, but they're all orange men, so I've been told to hate them. I'm so conflicted. Just don't become like Anakin. I hate them. <laughs> James Dashe says, Do you care for popcorn when you go to see a movie? For me, I just red vine and root beer. Ooh. Interesting combination. I My go-to is if they have the white cherry icy, white cherry icy, or some variation of icy, I go with that, and then I tend to also get popcorn as well. Though, ah, AMC popcorn, I tell you, when they don't make it right, it is just not worth the calories. <laughs> it's just not worth it. I used to work at AMC. I knew how to salt my popcorn, and mine was always delicious. But... These kids these days, I guess they don't just. Put, I guess they don't put as much uh, salt on it. Sadly. Um. Let's see. Soul Assassin Tyron says, "Didn't the Giant Depp Wonka film have a prequel in it with his dad, the dentist? It did." And here's the other thing too. I think all of us can admit that at the very least, the Willy Wonka film that had Giant Depp 
also had a tremendous actor in the movie as well. In oh my goodness, why am why am I blanking out now? I hate when that happens. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee played the father of Willy Wonka, who was a dentist, and he was fantastic. Even in a terrible film, Christopher Lee still pulled out a great performance. I stick by that. All right, Rosetta Allen, thank you for the $5. Says the super chat says, The lights in the boat aren't quite fast enough to trigger it. However, I would actually close my eyes at the end when it got faster and just listen to the poem. Oh, yeah. And dear Lord, that poem is just fan-freaking-tastic, especially with, with Gene Wilder screaming so, so good. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Rosetta, you could have just left that in the chat. I appreciate it, though. I would have gotten to it eventually because <laughs> I'm, I'm still 20 minutes behind the chat. All right, the chat has jumped on me like it always does. Looks like we had a uh, a troll in the chat. So thank you to the Valks for, for taking care of that. I appreciate it. The chat has jumped, and it's at 7.47 in the chat. Uh, and Infiertor had the last comment. Let's jump over to DLive and see what's going on over there. Daniel Thorne says, have you... Okay, got that one already. Do, 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 do. Will Gentry Tannis says, out of costume, the new Batwoman looks cute, even to a... <laughs> even to a white man like me, i.e. a racist. <laughs> God, Will. Will Gentry. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Don't look so down upon yourself, man. <laughs> In costume, though, she looks terrible. Interesting. He then says, the new Batwoman lives in a van. Oh, she does? She lives in a van down by the river. I think she wanted to be Tim Pool, but then she found the Batsuit and became super-powered. And she lives in a van down by the river. Again, Tim Pool mentions that, but I will always think of Chris Farley when it comes to that. Will Gendry says, Yellowbeard is a 1983 pirate parody film. Graham Chapman plays the lead, and other pythons and various UK comedians are in it. Okay, so not an official uh, film. Gendry says, I never actually saw that one myself, so I cannot comment either way on its quality or lack thereof. But didn't you say, I thought you said it was bad, or someone said it was bad. Uh, Will Gentry says, Oh, and the twelfth commandment is, Thou shalt ignore the previous commandment, for it was written by heathens who shall be flogged. Yes. And now for something completely different. Love that movie. Daniel Thorne says, uh, Don't send a young priest after Rosetta Allen. She will seduce him and trick him into liking pineapple on pizza. <laughs> he then says, Do you think they can redeem Finn's character the same way they did with Luke by putting him in a surprise uh, surprise on TV shows? No, because the, the character was never good in the first place, sadly. Um had the character been developed and had done, you know, had been established strongly in at least a couple of movies, you might be able to make that point. But the reason why the cameo worked for so many people, it didn't really work for me because the CGI was just really bad. But the reason why it works for so many people in the Mandalorian was because of the fact that it was coming off of an incredibly strong original trilogy character development, not to mention also Tons of development in the EU with the novels and games and everything like that. So it had so much to take off of and to take from that led to it in that capacity. Will Gentry Tag says, I said the meaning of life was bad. It's that it's that's what you're thinking of. Never mentioned Yellowbeard. Okay, someone had mentioned it. 
Uh, I must have just thought of you in that instance. But yeah, meaning life is is okay. There's a couple of fun songs in there. <laughs> All right, let me jump over to my YouTube fam. Please be sure to smash that like button if you've not done so already. We got 76 people watching now. I appreciate it. Inferior at 747, who's a member, says. They did make a jingle all the way too with the Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, let's not talk about that, please. Let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh man, let us see. Father Christopher Miller says instead of saying "Thank water," that water is good. Don't you mean that's some high quality H two O? This is some high quality H two O, and my name's Baba Boucher. And it's still cold. Thank you for that. Matthew Highland Tagging says, I watched Nightcrawler today. What a film I absolutely love Jake Gyllenhaal in. Going to watch Nocturnal Animals next. Okay, I will say this much. Nocturnal Animals has one of the weirdest openings ever. It's a lot of nudity, a lot of skin, and a lot of big women. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. When I saw it at theaters, I was like, what in the he-? I thought I was coming to see an awesome, independent Jake Gyllenhaal movie, not whatever the hell I'm watching in this opening scene. Um, he's fine in it. He, he doesn't have as much of a role, as prominent as a role that I can remember. Um, but Nightcrawler, yeah, that film is so good. That's a movie I need to watch again. Um, Brad, are you keep... Are you... Are you could, I, I think I've seen this a couple times now. Are, are you are you saying I'm fat, Brad? You damn troll. How dare you? Thomas Gilkey, the Gilk Man. What's going on? I see you in the chat as well. Rosetta Allen says, I am, but I like immature as F humor. Yellowbeard is an acquired taste and very vulgar and has a lot of really sick humor. Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Let us see. Justo47, glad to see you here. Pat S. says, if you join Minds now, you get the Odin Pizza Stone for only $9.99. <laughs> Have I talked a whole lot about Minds tonight? I laid off a little bit on that. But thank you for bringing it up. You can indeed follow me on social media over at Minds.com slash Odin's Movie Blog. Um, it's a great platform. And it's going to go somewhere. And the Valks will be joining very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Rosetta... Alan was talking to Thomas Gilkey. Zachariah 315, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you here. Um, Tina Bojan's in the chat. What's going on, Tina Bojan? Glad to see you here. And Image and Commentator tags 72 and says, I like carrot cake, but mixing pineapples in a carrot confection sounds unappealing. Yeah, carrot cake's one thing because it's mostly just, you know, really good. Was it, is it cinnamon that's in it or something? It's just really delicious cake. Uh, but yeah, pineapples and carrots together in a confection. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. All right, Rosetta Allen, thank you for the two dollars. This is super chat says we big girls need love and flesh as well. Yeah, this is true. But when you go into a movie expecting one thing and then just get a lot of something else, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> Rosie G12, thank you for the ten dollars. Super chat. Says Odin, when you give Going My Way another watch, besides a slice of life of the priest movie, the story is about the younger priest saving the older priest's parish and position there. Now, I, I was definitely able to pick up that much of it. It was mostly just the way in which it was all connected. It just seemed to flow in a very... In, in For me, it was 
it was kind of in an unconnected way. Again, at least the way that I perceived it was that it didn't flow as well for me. And again, that, that, that's definitely a subjective view. And I, I'm not in the position, I think, to give an objective view because, as I said, I think I need to see it again um, and see if it's because of just... Um, it, it, to see if it's just because of um, the, the fact that maybe I was off that day because that does happen from time to time. Rosetta Allen for another $2 super chat says, By the way, I'm now eating pineapple just because. Again, pineapple's not the issue. It's when you're putting the pineapple... Onto a pizza. Come on, man. All right, let's see. Pat S., who's a member, says, Pineapple Big Shot is still 99 cents for a 24-ounce bottle. Oh, I've never had that before. Sounds better than pineapple on pizza. And Fiatra says, Mamma Mia! And, of course, it's sad because my mind immediately went to, Mamma Mia! (laughs) Here we go again. But I'm glad that I corrected myself. So the first time I just said, oh, mama mia, it's a pizzeria. Rob D. Taddy says, Odin, do you like rotisserie chicken? I'm eating one while watching the stream. I have no issue with rotisserie chicken. It's pretty good for the most part. But anytime I hear about rotisserie chicken, all I can think of is that damn infomercial from like 10 years ago. No, more than 10 years ago at this point. Boy, that might be 20 years ago now. But the one where it goes, all you got to do is set it and forget it. And then apparently I heard more recently that when you actually bought it, the first thing you see when you open up the box is, <laughs> by the way, do not set and forget. So it's like the whole catchphrase of set it, set it and forget it. They're like, don't forget it. <laughs> please, please don't follow that. Because apparently I guess some people just set it and then just left. And then I bet there were some fires or some overcooking or things like that. <laughs> it's always funny when they have to put in things like that because people are idiots. Thursday Warrior says, regarding carrot cake, you've had carrot cake? Yes. Yes, I have. It's not my favorite cake, but I do like it. It's fine. Um, Let's see. Father says, I'm not a trained exorcism. I'm not a trained exorcist. I can do the exorcism of salt. But you see, that's the thing, Father. We just need some some minor exorcisms up in here. All right. And I know that you have the capacity to at very least do that. Father, by the way, because I know that there were priests that worked in my school that could do this. Um, can you, at the very least, exercise a house or an object? Because some other priests, apparently, uh, who were at my school, they were not trained exorcists, but they did something similar. I know, of course, you can do the exorcism of salt because you do, you. for those that don't know, you use exercise salt in the process of having and making holy water, which is pretty damn awesome, which is also exercise stuff, which is pretty cool. All right, let's see. ZK Man says, I never tried pineapple pizza, but all this talk of it makes me wonder how it tastes. Shall I go order a pizza? No, K Man, don't fall to the dark side. Don't you do it. All right, let's see. Nathan Slay says, I know you don't think it's great, but it's movies like Memento that make me want to appreciate smaller, more independent movies. Who said I don't think it's great? I like Memento. Memento is a solid movie. I don't know where you heard that from. No, I think Memento's solid. If I was if, if I was comparing it to something else, that's one thing, right? A comparison of I think one film is better than another is 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 an, is an entirely different matter. But in isolation, no, Memento is a great film. 
Rosetta Allen for another $5 super chat says, Pineapple on pizza is heavenly, and you are a heathen. Will Gentry is right about you. Wood-fired salt crust pineapple pizza. Yummy. Ew, no. You're both evil. You need to you need to be exercised by the salt. By Father Salt. Let's see. 70B says, do you have a question? Type Odin question. Yes, please. All right. Uh, he wasn't doing anything too bad. This uh, D gray. Um, but I can see how he would definitely get a bit annoying. So I, I, I leave that up to my Valks. Uh, Father, thank you for the two last super chat says, I can bless houses and objects. That's it, I think. That's what I thought. Um, so if we just by extension say you can bless people over the internet, I know that's not the case at all, but let's just say it for the sake of saying it. Could you just say a quick prayer of exorcism over the people of this chat? So that way we can drive out the pineapple demons. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I, I, would have, I would very much appreciate that. <laughs> They're kind of starting to scare me. They're kind of falling into this cult status, and I don't like it. Uh, Nathan Slay uh, tag says, The new Willy Wonka prequel should be about Willy quitting quitting working at the factory and retiring, and the movie should be called Free Willy. And every time I say Free Willy, all I can think of is John Panette, the late, great John Panette. And he did a whole skit of Free Willy. And that comedy wouldn't do well anymore because he was doing an impersonation of someone. But if you don't know who John Panette is, I just got one thing to say to you. I hope you enjoyed that. I love John Panette. Uh, his his whole I say nay nay is just, I love it so much. Anyway, uh, that's John Panette. And if you've never seen his comedy before, I highly, highly recommend it. It is a ton of fun. All right, let's see. POC Preserve of Culture says, The Pink Panther and a shot in the dark are essential viewing. The 70s movies, not so much. Yeah, um, so... So where when the Pink Panther shot in the dark? So when did those take place? If not in the seventies, I need a I need a timeline on that, if possible. The new number two says AMC popcorn always tastes stale to me, and that's always the interesting thing is I know for a fact it's not stale because company policy is that every night, and in fact even during shift changes, it gets thrown out. They throw out old popcorn because it takes a long time for popcorn to go stale in general, and they don't keep it overnight. And and so it was never stale, but I see what you mean. I think it's just because they don't they didn't salt it enough. I think definitely didn't. Uh, Midnight's Edge after dark. What's going on, Tom? Thank you, Tom, for the five dollars super chat. And he says the problem with the readaptation is the added backstory. So they are doubling down. Wilder understood the mystery of the character. That's a great point, Tom. By doing this, they are taking away any essence of mystery from the character. Now, I think that their justification is, but we want to understand the character more. But to my ears, all I hear is, hey, we're out of ideas, so now let's go into some of the greatest mysterious characters who we don't have a full backstory for and dive further into it. And I think that's also why a lot of people had issues with the film. Uh, Was it Officially, it was Willy Wonka in the Chaka Factory. Or was it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I forget the names and the differences. The one with Johnny Depp. When they go into his backstory and it's you realize, oh, he was a nerd who had a crazy dentist father and he wore headgear and he had one piece of candy and became obsessed? Okay. And it just, again, just like you said, takes away the mystery and it kind of just destroys the entire narrative altogether. Um, 
And I think that's going to be something a lot of people who are fans of it are concerned with. But as I said, the question I have is what version of Willy Wonka are they going off of? Are they trying to explain the novel version and using novels in certain ways? Because I don't know how I've never read the novels myself. So I don't know how much backstory they give in any any of the novelizations. Are they going off of that? Are, Are they going after? Are they actually going after and going on the Gene Wilder version, which I think would be a major mistake? Or are they trying to go off of the of the Johnny Depp one? I think that that's the question I would want answered before anything else. I think it's a bad I think it's a bad idea no matter what, but it could be a less bad idea depending on who they're looking for. <laughs> All right, it is eight twenty, so we're not quite at the end of the night, uh, but we are moving right along. So it's eight oh six in the chat. So I've been falling behind quite a bit tonight. So I think some comments may have been skipped. I'm about fourteen minutes behind now. And once again, if you if you've never been here before, I don't do that on purpose. Um, it's YouTube. YouTube only allows you to go back so many comments. And since I am a channel that likes to read from the regular chat and not just super chats and donations, sometimes we can get on on a topic and fall very far behind. So if you do have a question or comment. And you want to support the channel, if you consider donating via Streamlabs or via Super Chat, I recommend Streamlabs because YouTube gets nothing from that. Um, It guarantees that your question will be seen and read, if it matters to you. Again, obviously, you can just watch for free, and that's fine, as long as you drop a like. You must drop a like, though. Nothing's for free. All right, let's dive into the YouTube chat. Or, sorry, the DLive chat. Um, let us see. Will Gendry says, Nocturnal animals, you had me at a lot of nudity, then lost me at big women. Think I'll pass. Thanks. Oh, man, shots fired. <laughs> that was Will Gentry, not me. He then says, you need to turn those exorcisms around. We're not the ones denying the pleasure of the gift from God that is pineapple on pizza. Blasphemy, patui. I spit at you, Will. He then says, not only do you deny God's gift of pineapple on pizza, but you want salty popcorn, not sweet? That is blasphemy of the highest order. Here's the thing. I like both salty and sweet popcorn. I I think each has their place. Each of them has their place. Um, But if I'm going to watch a movie in a theater, I'm going to probably go for salty because I have a sugary drink. You can't, you, I, I, you can't have too much, like, too much sugar at the theater will make you crash, and then you won't get through the entire movie, and it won't be good for anyone. To have the salty sweet, it's a good combination. So I'd rather have the sweet beverage and then the salty popcorn. Mm. That's some high quality H2O. The new number two, who's a member, says, It's a good thing the chat jumps once in a while, or else you'd get 40 to 50 minutes behind. It's happened before. Rosetta Allen says, I'm not a seductress. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> Matthew Highland Taggy says, I wonder who will play Wilbur Wonka. I don't know. Um, let's us see. General Wingster just says, Death by Snoo Stew is the best. <laughs> Kevin Street, what's going on, man? Glad to see you here. Uh, he then says, "I he left me a Ron Paul meme. Yes. Yes. All hail Ron Paul. That dude's a hero. Um, all I see from Just Joe is cake, 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 cake. Yes, so, so, so good. Love me some cake. Oh, okay. I'm getting it now. Yes. 
that that's a reference to the uh, the Perry Chan video. Stop eating my sesame cake, 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 and it's just me eating in the background. All hail Perry Chan. Matthew Highland Tide says Nightcrawler is on Netflix. If you don't have it on Blu-ray, if I don't have it on Blu-ray, who do you think? Who do you take me for? Of course, I want that film to be released on 4K finally, so I can get it. Man, if they do that on 4K release and Best Buy does a 4K exclusive steelbook and they have the really good artwork for it, man, that will be a great addition to my collection. I would get that in a heartbeat. But yeah, of course I have that on Blu-ray. But for anyone else that's never seen Nightcrawler, it is a dark movie. If you don't mind darker films, highly recommend it. It's fantastic. Uh, Father says, pineapple is the issue for me. See, that is not the case for me. I don't like pineapple. But I'm not vehemently against it or opposed to it. It's just I'm not a big fruit or veggie person. But when you're putting it on my pizza, that that's that's where the lines crossed. Uh, Mark Lazez goes, "Stop eating my sesame cake." Yes. General Winkster Tag says, "So Odin for the new Walker? Will Jared tell some kid he has AIDS? What? I think I failed that reference or failed to get that reference there." Uh, waiting for Nerdrotic Lord Tag says, well, you can't drink Kool-Aid and run through a wall, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is true. She then says, now I want keg. Me too. We had some, uh, it was my wife and I's anniversary recently, and, uh, we, we made some chocolate on chocolate cake. Oh, it was so good. I don't think we cooked it all the way through because we ran out of eggs. And so we, weird thing. Apparently, applesauce is is viewed by some as an alternative. We don't know if it worked all that well because one of the things that the eggs do is it acts as a binding agent. The thing didn't cook all the way, but it was delicious. It was like creamy, chocolatey. Oh, it was so good. I love chocolate cake. Rosie G12 says, have you seen The Exorcist Odin still freaks me out? Yeah, this crew right here, this channel right here, voted at that. I think that was the first movie night we ever did, if I'm not mistaken, was The Exorcist. Yeah. Scared the hell out of me. I avoided that film for years for that very reason. POC Preserve Culture says, I'm in your chat secretly converting people to pineapple on pizza, and you can't stop me. <laughs> well, then I will, I will, you know, I will say this. If you like pineapple on pizza, I've got one thing to say. Sorry. Sorry. You just, you gotta be excommunicado. You know, it's... You know, sorry, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't allow it. I can't allow it, people. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, let's see. Golden Ration says, nay, nay, I say nay, nay. POC Preserve Culture says, you can't say Father Miller can bless stuff over the internet. That's a lie. And lying is a sin. Odin, he got what I meant. Waiting for Nerdrotic says the Wonka prequel the the Wonka prequel should be called Revenge of Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Augustus save some room for later. No, that would be the sequel. That would have to be the sequel. Oh man, could you imagine? That would actually be kind of a fun because it would technically be a sequel, but it'd be kind of a funny one if they did it where it's like all of the kids get revenge on Willy Wonka. And it's just like a bizarre, like, off-the-wall comedy. I actually might be okay with that if they do it right. It would have to be, like, 80 to 90 minutes and just completely ridiculous. <laughs> if you're going to do something. 
Father Chris Miller says, John Panette was the fat guy attacked during the final episode of Seinfeld. Really? I never watched Seinfeld, so I, I wouldn't have seen him in that. Waiting for the Dradic says, tacos are ready. Lower AFK BRB. Enjoy those tacos. It is Taco Tuesday after all. I didn't get tacos, by the way, today at Taco Tuesday. Instead, I got some chicken fried steak because it was delicious. I, I never turned down some chicken fried steak. Rosie G12 says, a shot in the dark was 1964 and Peter Sellers was so hilarious. Okay. Yeah, never seen that one before. All right, we have a couple minutes left, so it's going to be members only from this point forward. But POC does have one last tad comment. It says, Pink Panther and Shot in the Dark were made in the 1960s, the rest in the late 70s. Okay, so the ones from the 60s are good, 70s not so much. Again, yeah, I've never seen those myself. Thursday the Warriors, a member says, Going to comedy clubs has replaced my usual live music and live theater habits. It's the only thing available right now. Well, at least you have that. I- I'm glad that there's at least something available. But yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that those things can finally open soon. And to be honest, if you're a business and you're still closed, just open. You're going to have people supporting you, whatever it is you decide to do. Rosetta Allen says, thank you for the two super chat, says, okay, since I'm excommunicado again, time to go stream. Okay, well, then you know what? I have another thing to say. Now it's time for triple. Three times now. Triple excommunicado. Get out of here. Leave. It's like the song that JoJo used to sing. Get out right now, and of you and me. It's too late. I can't wait for you to be gone. Because I know about her. I wonder why about all the lies said that you would treat me right. But you was just a waste of time. That's what I got to say to you. Someone clip that. Uh, Soul Assassin, what if the prequel remakes Wonka's origin and the original owner was a stunning and brave owner? No! No! You know that's what they're going to do. You know that's what they're going to do. Oh, man. All right, chat's jumped on me. Let me jump over to my uh, DLAF fam real quick. And then we'll do members-only comments to finish up the night. Um, all right, let's see. Where were we? Will Gentry says, excommunicate all you want. The Pineapple Appreciation Society will never be defeated. Hashtag Pineapple Squad for life. Nice. Very, very nice. All right, let's see. Okay, members only from this point forward. Pat S. says, I want a prequel to Aliens. Uh, we kind of already got that somewhat with Prometheus and everything. Yeah, I just, uh, <sighs> if it was done right, yes. They, they had a lot of potential, but I don't think they delivered on it. Father Christopher Miller says, to Will, I have two masters in theology, and I can say that pineapple is not a gift from God. And Father, I have one master's degree in theology, and I can say the same thing. You're welcome. Rosie G12 says, oh, yeah, and Herbert Lorne was so funny, too. I'm actually laughing as a... Okay, talking to Tina there. Sorry. Rosetta Allen says, agree, Nathan Cake sucks. Who's Nathan Cake? What's that a reference to? Uh, JK Buck says, hello, co-reviver. Ooh, co-reviver 999. Welcome to the chat, good sir. Uh, let's see. Rosie G12 says, oh, no, not sorry. <laughs> JK Buck 76 says, I sent you a funny pineapple on pizza meme. I got it, dude. I, I shared it earlier, actually. Uh, waiting for Nerdrotic says, not the sorry. Remember when I had it on and I forgot to turn it off? And because I was like 20 minutes behind, it went on for like a good like five or 10 minutes. And the Valks were like, Odin, Odin, Odin. They were trying to contact me. And I'm like, I was behind. I, I didn't know any better. 
Pat S says, no Alien and Prometheus were not prequels. Aliens. Alien was the first movie and Prometheus was a prequel to Alien. I want to see the Marines on their previous missions on how Newt survived. Oh, okay. Yeah, always got to be more specific with that. But I, yeah, that I, I, I think that could be cool. JKBX76, again, Jodie Whittaker as Wonka. No. No. <laughs> Let's avoid that like the plague, please. Uh, Father says, Odin's never seen Pink Panther movies. I'm shocked. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. <laughs> uh, it's like that old scene from Casablanca. You're telling me there's gambling going on here? I'm shocked. I tell you, shocked. Matthew Highland says, I also watched There Will Be Blood for the first time, and Daniel Day-Lewis did a fantastic job. Yeah, he did. Paul freaking Dano's in it, too. Yeah, Paul freaking Dano. Damn right. Um, let us see. Where are we? Rosetta Allen says, you know you love me, brats. Get out right now. I'm going to keep on singing it. Third Warrior says, John Calvin taught those that resist the temptation of pineapple pizza were predetermined to do so. Oh, bringing in some predestination in here, eh? Stop singing ever. No, I will not stop. Father says, OMB Odin's music blog. <laughs> she was not a... Whoa, whoa, whoa. General Wingster, I know you're a troll, but how dare you disrespect the JoJo? He says that she's mediocre. She's a forgotten pop artist. She sang for the president, damn it. I think she sang in front of uh, President Bush at the time. Uh, but anyway, uh, J.K.D. Buck says, did Wonka cripple Grandpa Joe in some sort of hobo fight? Why is Grandpa Joe in a bed for 20 years? Dude, if they could make that, and then he 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 lost his memory and forgot the battle, man, now that would be a backstory. <laughs> Badass, are the Transformers a gift from God or an abomination? You know I don't like talking about dark forces, Definitely an abomination. No no question about it, man. All right. With that being said, uh, let's see. Will Jandry says, I'll make you a deal. The father, uh, I'll make you and the father a deal. Get proof that the Pope is a, get proof the Pope is against pineapple on pizza and I will cede the point graciously. Daniel uh, Thorne then says, I take pineapple on pizza as long as pineapple is a girl. Oh, <laughs> no, no. With that, man, with that note, father and I got some letters to write. Uh, we got to write Papa Frank and uh, see if we can get him to you know, make an ex-catheter statement about pineapple and pizza. But until that happens, thank you all so very much for being here this evening. This has been a ton of fun. Valks, I hope you had fun tonight. I know that I did. It's always great to talk about things other than the crazy political world that we're in. If you do want to follow me for movie news, movie conversations, but also for political discourse, again, follow me over at my Minds account. It is a ton of fun. You can find links in the description, including a referral link, because I get a little cryptocurrency every time y'all use the referral link. But let me shout out some people real quick. These are my members on the YouTube channel who are at the Army of Asgard level and above. So a shout-out to FCC2014, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange at Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are all fan-freaking-tastic and amazing people, and it has been a blast. Father says, I have a priest friend who works at the Vatican with the Secretary of State. I could do it, Father. Father, if you could do it, that would be phenomenal. We need to change the lives and hearts of this poor soul named Will Gentry who enjoys the demonic pineapple on pizza. We need to make it happen, Father. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> and then I could announce it on Friday Night Tights and say, I actually have an official proclamation from the Pope himself 
to weigh in on this matter. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Rosie12, thank you again. And Fearter, thank you again. The K-Man, thank you for being here. Also, uh, next stream will be, of course, Friday Night Tights over on Gary's channel over at Nerdrotic. We got a lot of fun things planned for the future. We're working on some merch items, some fun shirt ideas, and tons of other things like that. So please stay tuned as we should have a lot of fun over there, as we always do. And thank you again for your love and support. We will have also a Saturday stream, and this Sunday will be the Chosen of Valhalla stream. So if you enjoy those Chosen of Valhalla stream discussions, that will be this coming Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. But we do have at least a couple of streams, one on Nerdrotic on Friday for Friday Night Tights, and one on this channel for Saturday as we have a fun discussion once again. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Please tip your Valks on the way out. A shout-out once again to Stephanie B. and Tina B., who are amazing, beautiful people, taking care of at least one person who was being a little trollish, but overall, not, not too bad. You guys, again, are awesome. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. And as always, God bless.